Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan. Today, we'll be talking about the Halloween season, our weekly spooky movie review, and a little bit of spooktacular theater. Fact of the day, Halloween has its roots in the ancient pre-Christian Celtic festival of Samhain. Samhain? Samhain. I'm not looking at it. Oh, come on, buddy. I, I'm i here. <laughs> which, which was celebrated on the night of October 31st. The Celts, who lived 2,000 years ago in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France, believed that the dead returned to Earth on Samhain. If you give me two seconds, I'm going to figure out how to play Say. the pronunciation. Of Sam Hine? Yes. Ugh, Wikipedia is not being helpful. It's it's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. We, we may have messed that up. We don't need... Uh... I feel like there's... This is... I haven't heard of this origin for Halloween yet. Because whenever... I don't know. The way I heard it, it was like people would go to people's houses threatening to burn their crops or something. Unless they gave them stuff. So I, Sam, I didn't I didn't bother looking that up. I, I just googled, googled Sam Hine. Sam Hine is a ga- Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter or the darker half of the year. Traditionally, it's held on the 1st of November, but with celebrations beginning on the evening of October 31st. As the Celtics' day began and ended at sunset. So, yeah. That's how Halloween got started. I have the... They're just not gonna... They're not gonna... Don't worry about Gaelic, it. Gaelic. Oh, dang it. Actually, it just means I November. I said November. Doesn't matter, but that's when Halloween started. Dang it! I'm a little <laughs> mad that I, they won't do the Gallics, uh, the Gallic pronunciation on Google Translate, but that's what you get, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so to start off our Halloween special, something has to be special about this episode, buddy. Something. Something. It can't just be us. It can't be me. More. No. Uh, more accurately. We need to be joined by Blake. By Haley and by Jen. And a short story called Astonish by Patrick Sweeney. Read and played by Jesse and Jordan. Enjoy. Astonishing by Patrick Sweeney. Interior, attic, day. The attic is dusty and barren. A shaft of sunlight from a lone window illuminates a corner. In the corner rests a large trunk, plastered with railway stickers. Sirens outside. Distant screams. A helicopter thunders overhead, shaking dust from the rafters. A door slams downstairs. Interior. Kitchen. Day. Haley, 20s, athletic and trim, catches her breath at a granite countertop. Blake, next time you find an ancient codex of ultimate evil, don't read it. Blake, 20s, fraternity sweatshirt, bends over, panting against the kitchen door. You blame me for everything. Jen, 20s, wearing a pagan pendant, points out the window. Shush. They duck and peer outside, a ghastly mob. Of zombies shambles down the sun suburban street. Haley glares at Blake. Come on, Haley. How could I know? <laughs> like, cursed tome of the less darkness wasn't a clue? I'm just saying, kick off the zombie apocalypse is a little extreme on the curse-o-meter, right, Jen? Jen ignores the play, the byplay. Think they saw us? 
A window shatters in another room. More zombies stagger across the lawn toward the kitchen. Attic. Dead end, but defensible space, yeah. Haley, Blake, and Jen race from the kitchen as zombies bang on the windows. Mom's going to be so pissed when she gets back from Hawaii. Interior. Attic. Day. The door bursts open. Haley, Jen, and Blake rush in and slam the door. Jen regards the barren attic in surprise. Mom kept talking about cleaning out the attic after I left for college. I didn't think she'd do it. Footsteps tromp up the stairs, moans and groans. I don't think we exactly fooled them. Can we block the door with that? He points to the trunk. Must be Grandpa's old prop trunk from his magic act. Blake looks interested. Jen shakes her head. Stage magic, not the same. Still, there might be something we can use. Blake, hold the door! Hello, zombies? Strength of the undead? Put your back into it! Gee, thanks a bunch. The door creaks open. Blake slams his body against it, pushing it shut. Looks like they mastered doorknobs. Just our luck attacked by the zombie Mensa Club. Faded, ragged stickers covered the heavy trunk. Buffalo, Cleveland, Shakopee, Indianapolis, Milwaukee, across the lid. The Astonishing Abner. Feats of Ledger Domain. The Astonishing Abner? Jen shrugs ruefully. The two women open the trunk and hastily pull out a magic act props. Interlocking steel rings, a top hat, deck of playing cards, colorful silk handkerchiefs. Zombies pound on the door. Jen pulls out a saw. Sawing ladies in half? Really, Grandpa? So embarrassing. Blake struggles to keep the door closed. A rotted fist punches through the panel next to his head. Hurry up, you two. This isn't nearly as much fun as it looks. Jen, check this out. She holds up a wand. A prop wand. Just another gimmick. Do flowers pop out of the end or what? I don't think so. Here. Jen takes the wand. The hairs on her arms stand up. A charged wand? But how? You're a witch, Jen! <laughs> Magic runs in your face! That doesn't come out of nowhere! Is it possible your grandfather... The others catch on. Had the power of true magic, too, except he hit it. <laughs> By posing as a stage magician, because everyone knows stage magic's not real! <laughs> it's the perfect cover! It's brilliant, and I thought... Smash, more putrid fists bash through the door. Jen puts on the top hat and, rise, ri and rises, wand in hand. Bring it on, moldy oldies. <laughs> Blake dives aside as the door shatters. The pestilent living dead shamble into the attic, moaning. Jen gestures with the wand, takes a breath, and nothing. Moldering zombies stumble across the room at her. Haley delivers a spinning kick to the lead zombie's face, knocking him over into his cohorts. More zombies crowd in through the door, groaning. Jen? Sorry, stage fright. She clears her throat. <clears> throat> to Abner Hotchkiss came powers unbidden, a secret carefully hidden, the gift of true magic flowering, flowing to granddaughter unknowing, a terrible curse, a powers joined to reverse. Grandsire, I implore and admonish to now for us to astonish! of light fills the attic. Exterior. House. Day. Light flares from the attic window across the city. Interior. Attic. Day. Jen, Haley, and Blake blink furiously. No zombies. Shattered door 
as good as new. Blake whoops in triumph. <laughs> Jen smiles. She doffs the top hat and sets it carefully on the trunk lid. Thanks, Grandpa. I love you. <laughs> the three friends walk to the door. Fighting zombies always makes me hungry. Pfft, the door fought more zombies than you did. Enough, you two. Let's get some ice cream. The door closes. The top hat tips and rolls off the trunk lid to the floor. A white rabbit hops out. Another. And another. Fades to black. Astonishing by Patrick Sweeney. Boy, howdy. So, what a performance. Oscar worthy. Really threw me for a loop there in the end. So you didn't... I found the script and I, I read it before um, presenting it. But you didn't read the read the script beforehand. No, I did not. <laughs> so, what did you think on your first read? Um, as I, I I see why it was open source, <laughs> and, and that it hasn't been copyrighted for movie making purpose or purposes. But other than that, I feel like a, we, it was a romp. I feel like we made it uh pretty entertaining. I hope so. Um. I'm not too into into zombie movies because I don't think zombies are very scary. But I was like, "Hey, we can make this good because anything and, we touch is gold." And make it good, we did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now that that's over, there's your Halloween special, buddy. How was your day? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, after that, pretty swell. Um, well, hold on. I hope I I do hope people are listening to this on the day of Halloween. That would be good. That would that would be good. I know it's we're out a different day than normal, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a good day full of monsters and ghouls and vampires and trolls and Jordan. This will come out. Um... Three days before the election, too, and that'll be pretty spooky. We're not going to talk about the election on this episode, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Let's save that. Save that for Monday. All right. It's Halloween, buddy. I still want to. I still do want to know how your day was, though. Oh, it was <laughs> fantastic. Um, went to school, ran some tests. We have group meeting every week, and I had to do group meeting, and things are going swell. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Nice. I just, I, so I, I'm doing classes and I've, I've probably complained about this before, but I'm a 25 year old man doing homework and I hate it. Yeah. Not fun. Just, uh, not, not good. But, uh, hopefully this will be the last year I'm complaining about homework. <laughs> But yeah. that's what I that's what I thought when I was nineteen too, so how was your day? Uh my day was, you know, the normal. It was uh work and now I'm here. And yeah. <laughs> you see anything cool in work? My favorite question so I like to ask a probing question to Amy whenever she comes home. Just to really just get the gears turning in your head. Okay. Is you you ready? Because you're gonna this is gonna make you search your entire day and it's going to recreate the whole scene for you you ready for it i'm ready for it did you see any dogs today no you didn't think too hard about that did you <laughs> i didn't need to i didn't leave the you are shop 100, you were a hundred percent oh no i guess i saw my dog when i got home okay well <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. So yeah, like, a real brain teaser. You see that? I, I just stayed at the shop and cleaned and washed stuff all day. So, you was, see any bugs? Um, Some roaches. Really? Roaches, centipedes. I mean, we cleaned, cleaned. We did a, or not all of us, but a good bit of cleaning. Hmm. Yeah. That, that was a little closer, a little closer. Yeah. Was that your only 
probing question that would make me uh, search my um, inner being. <laughs> that's my go-to. I can't. I can't come up with anything. Oh, my advisor uh, put a thought in my head. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but um, his challenge to me was to find a funny way to put bro into a name, and so, you know, like bro Hamid Ali or uh, Count of Monte Cristo, bro, or the other one I used was uh, Don Quibrote. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's that's getting your creative juices flowing, but that that was a I, 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 that was a part of how my day was going. So Franken bro, so you, you no, so you flipped it. Broke, you said brocula. What's a what's a probing question about your day? And then that was a probing question to me to think back I, on my day. You see how that works? No, I'm <clears throat> I'm more focused on keeping it this episode Halloween thing. And spooky. Uh, what's? Can you put spook into any word? Did you have? What was this? Can, can we take this? Can, can we take this a different, different can, direction? Can please? I put spook into any words? Yeah, you're, sure. You're spooking me. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's using what it was, as a word. What was the scariest thing you saw today? Oh goodness. Um. How about that? <clears throat> um. The scariest thing I saw today. Or mo- more, most unsettling, frightening. If you would have asked me any other day, it would have probably been rats. I see a lot of rats whenever I go in early. Mm. Um, no. And then there's the one special time where I saw someone uh, urinating on the side of the building I work in. And that was pretty spooky. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go and you gotta go. I mean, so that's a real thing. Uh, um, Having to go when it? you gotta go? Well, no. So, it's... In other countries, you have bathrooms, just public restrooms. They're they're pretty widely available. But um, say in New York, how many public restrooms do you think there is? Oh, probably. That's why that's why affectionately they call um, the Starbucks the uh, city's biggest um, restroom chain, and it has a coffee bar attached to it. Who says that? I don't know. I heard it somewhere. Oh. I mean, I've I've honestly used a Starbucks as a restroom before. Yeah, because well, I didn't no, know where else to go. You're driving and you hit a McDonald's because you got to go to the bathroom. It's not like there's just public restrooms all over the place. Right. I don't know. That is a scary, a scary thought. Place. That's a scary <laughs> thought. Having to use the bathroom on a long drive. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It. Hold on, and I've I I keep thinking this, but I forget to tell anybody. Or asks anybody this. Why is it when you really gotta pee, you really, really, really gotta pee as soon as you're about, like, you're standing in front of the urinal? <laughs> like, That's a little too graphic. No, but for real, though. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure. I don't know. The anticipation. It's like, like whenever, you, whenever you're at the, uh, whenever you're about to eat something, you start salivating. It's I, unconscious. I guess, but like, man, I like I started realizing that that like if I like hold hold it for a while, and I'm like, oh, I've I've had to go for like the the past hour or something, and um, then all of a sudden I go to, I like finally have time to go to a bathroom, get there, and I'm like, oh boy, I'm glad I went now, or else I wasn't gonna make it. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Uh, so okay. And hope, hopefully we can get off of the bathroom thing. But um, I, I have two questions for you. Under or over? One. Under or over, yeah. Over. Okay, that's question number one. Now I have... The, I, after asking that, I formed another question. Wait, so what about... You two, didn't answer? I'm back, I'm back to two questions. Um, Sideways. So um, what was the scariest thing you saw today? <laughs> <laughs> um, scariest thing I saw today. Uh, this is really going off the rails. I don't... But. Um. Uh, the building I work at. <laughs> I don't know. There, was any anyone like twenty feet up on forklift um, forks? That's pretty scary. That's an OSHA yeah. violation. Also. Yeah, yeah, that hap- That did happen today. <laughs> oh Classic. no, 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 no! I lied. Okay, so scariest thing I saw today. So we mm-hmm. have um. So we wash really big tents. They're like forty by twenty tents. 
Uh-huh. And um, we hang them on racks. And so we have we can lower them and raise them. Well, we lowered one of them today to get one of the tents off and noticed that the wire was super frayed. Oof. Like down to almost the last three um, Lord. things. And I was like, yo. That's no joke. Yeah. We, we cannot put anything on this or someone's going to die. And so, yeah. yeah. That's so no joke. I showed that to the boss man and he was like, yeah, we're not going to do anything with that. <laughs> and we put a tag over the um, the button for that, saying "Do Classic. not, do not use." And Classic. Couldn't you just shorten it? What? The wire. No. It would it would make the whole thing sideways. There's it runs on two wires going up and down. Cut both wires. Well, then you wouldn't be able. It wouldn't be able to go all the way to the ground. Man, you got you got issues. We do. It's, I mean, there's no slack in that line. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're no, there's not. We're slowing down anyway now, so we're advanced now, buddy. Calm down. So, um, I didn't exactly know what you wanted to throw this into, but I and maybe we'll have to take a second to think about it and cut the cut the wait time out. But I'm thinking to myself, what is the scariest thing? going forward that you're worried about just in, in general, life in in the future in life what do you what what what's really spooked your bones um it's like does worry or do you want to actually like something scary no it doesn't have to be scary like a worry sure i don't know yeah like a, yeah, I take creative liberty with this. I mean, I feel like a, a normal worry that everyone has is like, how am I going to be financially stable in the future? Like, what uh, what does what does my future look like? Not like that. Okay, so I wasn't I wasn't aiming for that stuff. I would I was thinking more general topics. Uh, like obviously, you know, finding water for tomorrow and being financially stable and finding a job. And things like that. I mean, you can throw it into that if you want to, but uh. So you mean like in outside of everyone's I, personal? Yeah. What everybody experiences. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, do you have one? Uh, I've got. Uh. Okay, I mean. One the... or two. Like, there's general things that worry me. So the upcoming election actually does worry me. That is a fear I have. Even though I said we weren't going to talk about it on here. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit. I, it, so if, my, if, the, if it works out the way we want it to work out, then we it, it's unlikely that we're going to retread any of this stuff. So Yeah, so I don't want to offend anybody when I say this, but I'm going to say it, okay? I'm going to get offended, but that, that's go, fine. Go ahead. Um, so right now it's left versus right. How dare you? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> it's left versus right. Um... I think if Trump were to win again, I think the people on the left would take more offense to it and potentially riot more than the right would if if Trump were to lose or if Biden were to win. Yeah, not to be... So that that's my worry. Like, if, if Biden wins... Then I think everything's gonna be kind of chill, but I think if Trump wins, I think you're going to see a lot of riots, and that's my worry going forward in the near future, anyway. Not to be, not to make light of it, but they are like it seems like the left generally uh, has some momentum as far as starting riots, seeing as people are already rioting, sort of. Yeah. I, it's hard to tell what the state of those things are, but yeah, you have people like walking the streets and shouting at each other. And I saw there's a Trump protest thing or Trump <clears throat> advocates walking in New York, and then there's a big fight that broke out. Yeah. No, that's pretty. I mean, personally, like personally for me, I and maybe I'm pri- I'm I'm probably privileged to feel this way, but I feel like if Trump were to win. I'm, my life is going to stay the same. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I know like I have friends that they're they're really against it. To me for me, I don't put that much thought into it. Like I know who I'm going to vote for and I can tell you it's not going to be for Trump. <laughs> I've been vocal about that, but you know, it's uh it, it it's going to be what it's going to be and I can't stop it. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, f- I feel like I don't know. It's not while while it's easy to see bad things happening around us, it's not like any specific decision really touches our lives in any way. I mean, there's the stimulus checks, I guess. Those were pretty, uh, pretty ground level as far as affecting us. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the things that really are bad, not to de- not not to diminish them, but like truly awful um whether it be like the immigrant detention camps or the fact that 500 kids were separated from their parents at the border yeah, and now that... they can't find their parents they still can't find their parents this far this long after that policy has ended so i i want to save that for the, the next episode that's fine getting yeah, more I... of that stuff but there's some batch oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> almost got me there <laughs> Bad shiitake mushrooms, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Almost let one slip. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, uh, but some of these things are sort of, while it seems like they're far off, especially like the foreign policy stuff, um, I don't know, that has the potential to get bad, um, given more uh, sort of breakdown of those relationships abroad like um not that we have abroad friends but like i don't know if if we start getting alienated from some of our allies or these trade deals that uh trump keeps trying to or the tariffs that trump puts in place like those have had real effects as far as putting people out of jobs yeah and it's hard to you know, I, I don't know when that's going to touch us, uh, but I don't know. It, I, it could. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but I don't want to don't want to be this episode to be a bummer. So let's get into more more Halloweeny stuff, buddy. Buddy. Do you do you like Halloween? I honestly don't know this. Do you like Halloween or do you not care for it? Or indifferent. I I am indifferent. I boo. I I don't know. I like fall, um, but I, I don't dress up anymore or anything. Maybe I'm boring like that. But um, well, I mean, were you invited to a Halloween party? No, because I don't have friends, and we're responsible. Exactly, and that's that's why you don't dress up. Yeah. But like even like I don't know, it's not it's not a season that gets me in the mood for anything. It's like I after having watched some horror movies, that's I don't know if I'd call it fun, but it, it's a thing. It, it's putting me more in the mood, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. it's not like no, I I don't have anywhere to go as far as uh, dressing up and doing things like that. Yeah, but. I like the weather, so I, I like I like fall weather more than I like this Halloween, so, the Halloween season. So you want to hear a scary thought or a scary thing that happened? I will hear. That's scary also thought. Halloween. Um, so I was um invited to a Halloween party. That is scary. At a bar with huh. a lot of people, and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> So Jeez. yeah, but so but Halloween is special to me, buddy. Why is it special to you? Because everything is spooky. Did you, did you go trick or treating as a kid? Yeah, yeah I know. I know you went with you. me. Yeah. I did went you only go that. with? Did you? Uh, no, yeah. that wasn't the only time I went. I went plenty of times <clears> when I was little. I I don't. That might have the year I went with you might have been the last year I ever trick or treated. I think it, that might have been the last year I ever trick or treated too. How old were not we? The, not the last year I dressed up, though. Um, we were. Are we th- about that time? Um, fifteen, Thir- I want to say. Fifteen. I ha- my hair like- w- my hair was blonde for that. 
eighth grade year. I My think, hair had highlights. I think I can find a we picture. We should post of that, that picture. Yeah, I'm gonna look for that picture. See, I know it's somewhere. You have it hanging in your house. You need to scan it. I do have it hanging in my house. Yeah, it's I, I it's in it's framed somewhere in your house. I'll I'll look for it. It's been a minute. Like I haven't been there in a while, but yeah, I, I know there's an actual um, picture of it. But buddy, Halloween is special to me. Cause when I was a kid, we went trick or treating, and I was just like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Like I'm walking around, no one knows who I am, except my mom's right back there. <laughs> um, but uh, my favorite part of Halloween was some most years. I don't think the the time you went with us, but um, most years at the end of like trick or treat, we would go to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. And we would just like hang out there for a little bit, and they would make us goodie bags for a Halloween too. Mm-hmm. And that would just—that's where we would sort our candies, and then you just have candy, and then you'd you'd find the Halloween candy at Easter instead of your Easter basket. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you'd steal um, your brother's candy and get into a fight. Jeez. That's why. But also, I like I like scary movies. I like I like the spookiness of it, buddy. I like I like the evil in the air, the monsters, the ghouls. Ew. Yeah. Um. So what? What exactly? So is it just that experience, the nostalgia that you really? It is. Nost- yeah. Yeah. It's nostalgia for me. I feel like we should have got somebody who really like really likes halloween to participate in the conversation hey man we can do that next year we can i don't know i I feel like the it's really all the reasons that people like halloween are really abstract but a lot of it sort of it's kind of like boils down to you can feel the freest to express yourself like if you want to walk outside dressed like a witch nobody's really going to question you for doing that yeah see i i like um like this year it's not like it's not gonna be great. I mean, I'm gonna watch the Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween, and um, normally uh, you get dressed up at some point. Like getting dressed up—that's part of the fun. You get to play a different character. You know, those mm-hmm. those things. Um. <clears throat> so I have some facts here that are kind of kind of mildly interesting on how trick-or-treating stuff started um but before we get into that buddy what's your favorite candy Reese's peanut butter cups still do they ever does it ever switch still? <laughs> <laughs> like like they like you could invent a better candy than chocolate and peanut butter <laughs> i mean does it ever like does it ever change from reese's peanut butter cups no. Like, you're going to like, the there, store. I have, some, I have some close seconds. Like, I like Almond Joys. Mm. Butterfingers taste real good, but they get stuck not, in your teeth. Not the new ones. The new ones are bad. They got a new uh, recipe or whatever it is. It's, I, it's not as good. I feel like I had some recently in there. still all right. It's not the same. No, it's pretty much Reese's Peanut. Although, so, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups that are regularly sold don't have the correct ratio of chocolate to peanut butter yeah the real top-notch s tier s plus plus tier of um candy is the easter time egg greasy cups which are absolutely loaded with peanut butter <laughs> and there's just a little bit of chocolate i, I those think, are the best ones i think you're missing out on <clears throat> on the um <clears throat> The half pounder, or the one pounder. I had, yep, I had one of those. <laughs> those things will mess you up. <laughs> the Valentine, yeah, they're in giant hearts. Yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about those ones. I'm just talking about. They're regular ones. They're regular ones, but they're huge. I got them for you. That's gross. One yeah. year. I thought you got me the Valentine ones. No, I got you the the big ones. I, I'm pretty sure it was for Christmas. Okay. I think it was a Christmas gift. That that sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, those things will mess you up. Yeah, real bad. Or the, again, this is this isn't really candy, but 
Easter time has the best candy because they sell those giant eggs with stuff in them. Those Can't giant Cad- chocolate eggs. Cadbury eggs? No, they're the. Uh, remember, we would do like say or fundraisers for school. And they oh. Brochure. What, think, what's what? Like, was it Easter. candy? Inside yeah, or? it was like it was a chocolate egg with something inside, like, but you could choose what was inside. You could choose what was inside. Yeah, like the, there's a whole brochure. What? Oh my goodness. Oh my god! No! I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. They come in like the the cardboard box and a clear top. So yeah. you can see it. I know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure about. they they sell those not ma- not to order. They also just sell those like in a Walmart or something. I can't remember the brand or anything. Yeah. I mean, I, is that only Easter? That is only Easter. That's not even a candy though. Yeah, that's a that's a That's a gourmet. That's a thing. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'd say Reese's Reese's cups. What was your favorite thing? So your favorite thing to get in a trick or treat bag was a Reese's cup. Reese's cups for sure. What about you? I think mine was originally, or in a trick or treat bag, mine was Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. I loved getting me a Kit Kat. I would oh that, and I liked Whoppers for a time. Mm. What's wrong with you? That that was when I was young. That was for a time. Young and dumb. Young and dumb, and I was like, had some things to say. I like whoppers, <laughs> and then then I liked milk duds for a time, for a spell. Then I was on like a uh, peanut butter, or not peanut butter, uh, peanut and chocolate, like chocolate covered mm-hmm. peanuts. Couldn't think of the word. Then I went to Reese cups. I think it. Um, I haven't had much of savory candy in the recent time recently i'd have to say almond joy is my top right now okay that's i can respect that but i haven't had a recent cup in so long you're doing it wrong (laughs) that's weird to think i haven't had one in, in in a very long time now it's just to keep this moving along i think we've got to wrap this section up well, uh, okay, I got buddy. I, I let me ask my question. Yeah. Unless yours is better. No, You're, go, go, go. Uh, what is the best thing that you ever dressed up as? Um. Excuse me. I was a stick figure. One time. <laughs> I vaguely, vaguely remember that. So I, I wore all black. And I got a bunch of glow sticks, and I taped them on my body. Uh-huh. And um, my grandma has a picture somewhere, I think, because I uh, they didn't know we were coming over. And I walked up her her driveway as a stick figure, <laughs> and my grandpa put a spotlight on me <laughs> as I went, nice. walked walked up their hill. The old flood, floodlight. He's like, nope. <laughs> So yeah, I think that was that was my most creative. Although last last year for a dungeon D and D game, I was um, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> that was, that was now that'd be that'd be. I don't think I've ever seen. Well, no, you did show me one picture of that. It wasn't great. Didn't turn out the best I wanted it, but it was all right. What about you? The most potential I had was uh, whenever I went as a surfer, because it was basic. It's basically, you know, it's it's winter by the time it was Halloween, uh, in rural PA. Yeah. So I had the 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 tank and the cargo shorts and like beautiful flowing long hair, and I had made the commitment to. Did you walk the entire time with that? Heck yeah. What else was I gonna do? I remember that. Um, but I got highlights in my hair. I bleached parts of my hair, so I had the full-on uh, beach beach bro look. But, so I say, I think I said potential. It would have been great if I had a surfboard or anything else to like finish the look, other than just looking like some dude who didn't know what the temperature was gonna be outside. Yeah. And just walked outside and started asking people for candy. But, uh... I think, well, I... You know, that happens. I kind of had the same thing happen to me, because I was, a ro- I was like, a rocker guy. Didn't you have a guitar, though? 
I did have a guitar, and then the strap broke. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm, I remember we made our way back to the car because we parked at the post office, and I just put the guitar underneath the car. <laughs> I, like, oh. I did not remember that. <laughs> I was like, it'll be good here. <laughs> it was. Um, so, if you ever want to know a fact... For any children listening. Okay, careful. Or, or anyone going trick... No, for trick-or-treating. Um, well, trick-or-treating uh, first started in the late 1950s in the United States. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that seem early? 1950s? Yeah. No. That doesn't, that's I mean, not that's very like... long ago. That's when it became popular anyway. In the state, in the United States and Canada. Oh, so you're saying, <clears throat> doesn't that seem later than you think it would have started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, fair. And, I guess I don't know. I. But the term "trick or treat" first appeared in print in 1927 in Canada. What was it describing? They they, they don't know. All right. <laughs> it, it, when I, the article didn't. Uh, it just said that's where it appeared. They don't know what it was referring to. Um, but the phrase is a subtle suggestion that if a treat is given, then the child will not perform a trick on the owner of the of the house. This popular Halloween custom has its origins in the ancient practices of souling and guising. Um... So, in the Middle Ages, poor people in Ireland and Britain would go souling on Hallowmas, which was November 1st. Souling consists of going door-to-door asking for food in return for saying prayers for the dead of all souls, or for the dead on All Souls Day. Guising is the custom of wearing costumes or masks or other forms of disguises, and that began in Scotland in the late 19th century. Uh So, yeah. There's some little more facts for you about Halloween. You want to end this section? Um, sorry, I'm looking for the first use of the... The youthful tormentors were, were at the door and front demanding edible plunder by the word trick or treat to which the inmates gladly responded and sent their robbers away rejoicing. That's a pretty good description. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the final weekly spooky movie review. Uh, So this week, well, last week, we said we were going to do... um, The Conjuring and the Babadook. Did we did you? not do the Babadook. We did not do the Babadook. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> I was, a lot of movies. I was gonna ask you, did you watch that? Because I didn't rewatch it. Yeah, I did not. But we both watched The Conjuring, the first one in 2013, directed by James Juan. So right? I have I have a bit of trivia here. Not not that this is gonna be trivia for any but anything useful. Um, but um, I know somebody from college who knew the sister of the actress who played uh who was the who was the conjure who was the no uh the exorcist lady who was the elizabeth um, warren elizabeth warren is that what her name was in the movie you're talking about the actual actress elizabeth warren Lorraine, Lorraine, sorry, Lorraine. Lorraine. I was gonna Elizabeth. say where did I get Elizabeth from? <laughs> she she recently ran for president. Um, no, Lorraine, the actress who played Lorraine. Uh, my friend knew her sister, Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Huh. You, you know what's weird? <clears throat> uh, so the guy that played Ed Warren, mm-hmm. Patrick Wilson. Why is he in every single horror movie? Is he? The the only thing I knew him from was Aquaman, where he played Ocean Master. Oh man, he did. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> That's right. He now, killed it. He's been in so many horror movies. 
He's also six feet tall. Good for him. Um, That's not super tall. So, he was in. in he's in the Insidious movies. Annabelle. He's in a movie. Annabelle called, was a sequel, though. Well, to The Conjuring, I guess. Yeah. Um, the, the Nun. Um, in the Tall Grass. This one's called a kind, a kind of murder. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. That's so if good... you watch horror movies, you might see, you might know him. You might know that guy. Or if you watch <laughs> terrible super superhero movies. He was also in Batman vs Superman. What? <clears throat> Apparently. According to his I am Dawn of Justice, yeah, he, he was. Been, he must have been. He was a, master the, vo- again. the voice of the president. Anyway. <laughs> What? <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, so, buddy, The Conjuring. What you think? Buddy, The Conjuring. Um, do are we gonna run it play by play or just what do I think? Um, I didn't take notes for this one. I didn't think that was that would be as fun. Okay, so the just basically is that um, a family moves into a house where something is board or the, where the basement's boarded up and they don't know why. They open up the basement and after they do that. Weird things start happening. Their dog dies. Um, Can I just birds, say? Birds start breaking their necks on the building. Can I just say real quick? Sure. So, uh, you, I mean, you, you complain of, like, movies being, scary movies being done stupidly and yes. stuff. So, the first first main stupid moment I, I saw was him going down the stairs with a match. Oh, yeah. Well, if, and the match lasts forever. Like, one match gets him down the staircase and halfway into the room. Yeah, like you don't have a light. Like I know it was the 1970s, but you don't have a lantern. They had flashlights. Or yeah, or a flashlight. Like what? <laughs> and this guy seemed like a handyman of sorts. He he had to have one lying around. But yeah, that was just that was the first moment of stupidity that I saw. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so weird things start happening, but then uh, it just gets worse. They keep on thinking they see people, and it's driving them crazy. And so they reach out to these basically ghost hunters, and yeah. uh, the Warrens who who know everything about hunting ghosts, and they bring them into the house, and they set up a bunch of stuff, and it's going good for a little while. While um, but then they, things start going poorly, like just people get spooked a bunch and, uh, eventually the wife gets possessed or something. And the reason for this is that a witch commit, committed suicide and cursed the people who were going to be in the, on the land. Yeah. And, and so the ghosts of like multiple families who were driven insane are also haunting the place. And things just get so bad, and then they have to... It gets so bad, the the wife needs an exorcism. The wife of the homeowners, not the wife of uh, Ocean Master. But, um... <laughs> not, not Lorraine Warren. <laughs> right. And, uh... He has to perform an exorcism after saying multiple times that he couldn't do exorcisms. And Because he that, wasn't wasn't um because he wasn't because he wasn't ordained or something yeah and he does the exorcism and then everyone walks away and everyone's happy that's the movie that's the movie um Um, good what did i think some of the things that i i didn't i did not enjoy this movie not even not even as much as i i I mean i liked i liked the um the exorcist i did not like this um <laughs> here's the here's the thing it's it's the ang- it's not building a sense of dread in me it's not something i can th- i have to think about the only the haunts the spooks that happen in the movie is you know something bad's going to happen and you're just waiting for the bad thing to happen like that's okay. that's number 1 i it just it doesn't build suspense in me. It just gives me anxiety, and I, I don't I don't like watching movies to give me anxiety. What? Wait. Number, what did The Exorcist do for you, though? 
Did you not things, think things something got, bad was going to happen? Bad things happened, but it's not like they were playing it up. Like, they weren't like, oh, she's walking around the corner. No one's there yet. And then she goes to the closet and there's no one in the closet anymore. It's like, no, it's they walk into the room. They're trying to make it better. And then she freaks around. Her, she freaks out. Her head spins around. And then she, like, throws up green projectile vomit. And then they leave. And they're like, wow, this is bad. Like, that's that's like... Things are getting worse, but it's not like they are giving you the anxiety of having to go through that. It's like you just know things are bad, and that's that's the plot of the movie. I don't know. Uh, well, we we can talk about that later. The way the other (laughs) what? (laughs) uh, So the other thing that they did was I thought in stark contrast to The Exorcist, whenever you know you went to the doctors and they were the ones who were like. Oh, it's just a mental thing, or yeah, this yeah. is this is completely fine. It was the exact opposite in w- that whenever they invited the experts into the house, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're just getting a, a old spook in here. You just need to set up a 900 cameras in the house, and you gotta put bells on the doors and the and like that was, I, that's I, not like, how that went down. the The reason they were like, "Okay, we need to go to like a ghost people." It's because mm-hmm. they literally saw the the um, things get thrown, the um, their pictures. Okay. They saw all okay. their pictures fall, and they was like, "Okay, this is not like it's not someone's men- mental state. We're right. all seeing this. This is real." Right. And so they but had like... to skip the doctor and just go straight to something else, and that's why. Uh, but they but they essentially play the same role in that you invite in the expert and then the expert does their thing. But the difference behind it was the doctors and the exorcist were obviously wrong. And again, you're building tension and despair. You're like, no, of course that's not what's happening. But the doctors don't seem to understand. Whereas in this one, it like completely diffuses the tension. Like it just is like, oh yeah, you're getting haunted. Like... Well, let's set up. Let's set up some cameras. The difference between the Exorcist and the Conjuring is, the Exorcist didn't happen, but the Conjuring did. Okay. We based on a into, true story. Okay. We can, we can get into that. I I have it's I have based one on true ag- one. I have one big galaxy brain ref, refutation of what I think is the plot of the movie, but we can get into that later. Okay. Um, my last big thing was, the scale at which they have to put these problems i thought it was so funny when they're walking through the history of the house because they start out they're like oh no look at this and then it was um she was sisters to somebody who was hung in the salem witch trials and then they found her sacrificing something and then she cursed the house and then later on there's a housekeeper in here or a mother who the child ran away and she was driven insane. So she killed herself. And then next door to this house was a maid who killed herself over something else. And then I, I I looked over to Amy. I was like, they are probably going to say next that like, you know, this is where Adam and Eve ate the apple and fell from heaven. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, like, come on. Like, 600 people died here and that's why it's haunted that's why it's haunted all right like i guess sure i mean what if that's the real the the real history of it Uh, if you're writing a movie i'd say that's terrible i i just i get that i get that purportedly it's on uh true events but that that just it was it was a needless um, they're just like I don't, I, I don't know how bad could this possibly be I feel like if they would have stuck with just one source of the hauntings that would have been fine but like the maid the, the maid story gets mentioned one more time and it's so she can get a jump scare on a cop dude in the house and that's literally her entire that's the extent to her appearance yeah that's true I don't know. I, I. So why why do you why do you enjoy this stuff? I'm not sold. So I like you said you don't like the anxiety of it. 
Yeah. I kind of do like the anxiety of it. That's what fear is to me. It's just anxiety. And so, like, the the way that the uh, ghosts were getting the kids at the beginning, that's how I used to get scared. Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever her foot was being pulled when she was asleep, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I swear, I swear, I felt... They, I've thought, I've thought that people have touched me and like pulled on me while I was sleeping, mm-hmm. and so like I could get with that, and um, you know, looking behind the door in a, in a dark corner, and it just gets darker and darker, and thinking you're seeing something, like that's that's scary. The fact that the one girl could see something, but the other one couldn't. It's like, what is she seeing? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's all, like, childhood stuff. And uh, same thing with the closet. And then, um, especially, like, looking under the bed. Like, I would not <laughs> look under the bed upside down like that. Yeah. Leaving your back completely open to attack. <laughs> right. Just gotta get under the covers, man. That's what they tell you. No, I don't know. You, you, like, you jump and you flip the bed really fast. <laughs> I I cannot relate to this at all. Like I, I can go to work and feel anxiety. That's no fun for me. <laughs> like, but I I can I can miss a deadline and I'll feel anxiety and like that's not that that's what this felt like to me. It's like I know here it comes. Please just hit me with it. Like yeah, but it's like put yourself in that situation. That would be, like, the worst. It would be the, like, the worst feeling ever. Maybe maybe they just didn't convince me that I could be there. I don't know. Cause, like, I think you, you just I, take yourself out of it too much. Put yourself in it, man. I, I don't, I, I think, you know, I, may, I could be a picky person and maybe that's just me being difficult, but it's the movie's job to put me there. Like, I... I, if, if the solution is to imagine a better horror film for myself, then I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) that's what I say. Oh, well. (laughs) So, so you just like it for the anxiety portion of it. I, I don't, so I will say I didn't like the first half of the movie, but the second half, like, uh, so it, 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 it was better for me because it was like the problems were out on the table and things were like, yeah, oh, crap. Like even the experts don't know what to do. Like that's yeah, that was nice. But that, I feel like that was I just the pacing didn't do it for me. The whole first half of the movie, it seemed like they had things under control and then they were just like, no, things are bad. Like things are bad for some reason, even though the experts are here. I, I don't know. It was it was weird flip-flopping tone between everything's all right and there's a bunch of weird scattered uh half plots that were going on too because the annabelle doll who is introduced in the uh very first part of the movie but then never mentioned again except for the time where she escaped and was haunting the little girl like that whole the initial sequence i didn't understand when it it somehow made its way back to their house yeah, I, like, through, well, I thought that was it. it actually, they, it made its way through to their house using um, Lorraine's necklace because it fell off. You remember that? What made? It, yeah, I remember that. What What made it back to their house? The witch. Bathsheba. What? Bathsheba was the name of the witch. Oh, which yeah. is biblical i don't know exactly i can't remember exactly from what but she made her way through her the necklace because it had the picture of um the picture of her daughter there i don't uh, know that that's oh, how she was sorry bathsheba was the um david the king david hadn't had an affair with her sorry that's that. At least that's how I took how she uh, made it, her way to the house. I thought that, that okay. And, and then that's that scene too, like getting trapped in a room with something and you can't get out. Like that's that's scary. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't know. And, and last time you said that um, in The Exorcist, whenever things got bad, it got bad. Yeah. Like, in this movie, I was I was literally watching, the, like, the ending part during The Exorcist, and I was like, man, if he thought that was bad, then what is this? I just, I, yes, I thought that like the I, ending like of I, this was much worse. Like, like it I said, the second, part, the second portion of this movie was better. But it... it Maybe maybe this is just where I, I thought it was better. I started tracking with the story a little bit more and I was starting to like get into it as much as I was ever going to get into it. But then just weird weird things really took me out of it. Like him doing the exorcist, all fine with that. But then like at the very end the uh he the woman is stuck to where they can't get to her and he's like he reaches his head through. He's like, I banish you back to hell and then like it did nothing, and then somebody else had to do something. I like maybe that was just a bad shot, and to me that was a funny moment to me. Like I, that was I saw that scene and was like, huh, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. I I enjoyed the second half of the movie better, but there were just parts that sort of took me right out of it. Which is fine. Um, what would you uh, rate rate it out of out of uh, ten? Uh. What you I know give, this what'd you is, give I know the this isn't I gave the Exorcist a nine, I think. Oh what did you give it? I gave the Exorcist, I think, a five and a half. Me too. Yeah, I think that's right. What did you give this one? I'm gonna give this one a seven. I think I'm gonna have to go with five. I just I Hey man, you like what you like. Hey, I can at least like I don't know. With the Exorcist, of the uh, the dialogue was bad. It was weird, but I, I don't know. I was just I was invested in the fact that they kept the story pretty consistent, and they didn't like just the narrative of the story was they have no idea what's going on, and nobody's gonna and nobody knows how to fix it. Mm. And they stuck with that narrative. And with the the other one, they're just like happy family. Okay, now they're going downstairs. Things are bad. And then they invited those people. And then Happy Family again. Now it's a documentary where they're like, all right, we're walking around with our microphones and stuff. I don't know. It was just, it was scattered. I just. Yeah. But so the big thing that I thought about when they the, when they said it was um, the woman who was a witch at the house. Yeah. They knew she was a witch because she was related to someone at the Salem witch trials. And this is this is where the whole based on a true story thing falls apart for me as well. Okay. Do you know you know what the Salem witch trials are, right? Not even a little bit. What? We read a whole book on it in high school, buddy. Shame what was, on you. What's the book called? The Crucible. I didn't read that. Oh, okay. Uh, the Salem witch, witch trials, I don't know how many people this affected, but... They were putting women, mostly, I think some men, on trial in Salem, Massachusetts for being witches. And this is, there are stories where, you know, these people were acting hysterical or they were getting told on by other people that there were witches and they would either hang them or one of the things was like sinking people to the bottom of, the, of a lake and if they came back up, they were a witch. Uh-huh. But if they stayed down, like there were people, like hoopsie, like, yeah, hoops. Well, better safe than sorry. But um, like that's not that's not a story, a triumphant story of how a young fledgling country, America, purged itself. No, I don't think I don't think it would have been America. It would have been the colonies at that point. This fledgling colony purged itself of all wickedness. It was people killing people for being hysterical, basically. Or for being, like, or for Puritans not understanding how women work. Like, yeah, being a little weird. <laughs> it's like, and it was... It's like the, the, scene, the scene from um, uh, Monty Python and the Holy exactly. Grail. Yeah. Like, those were the tests. Is how? she heavier than, a, heavier than a log? Oh, she's probably a witch. She turned me into a newt. <laughs> well, I got it's better. Like... <laughs> But again, like this isn't like a triumphant we killed the witches. This is we killed people. And so 
in this house is now plagued with witchcraft because of that like that for me was like okay now i know this whole thing is nonsense like yeah. even if that's what the if that's what the story is based on then it's nonsense well i'm sorry to be the killjoy that's I really am that's fine um i have nothing else to say about this movie <clears throat> um i don't think we're gonna keep are we gonna keep the weekly movie review or no <laughs> Uh, I don't know. At least I, next week. I don't think next week is is gonna have one. Next week definitely won't have one. But uh, this is the last week. It was it was a fun little run. Sad to see the weekly spooky movie review go, but uh, it's gotta go. Spook, spook on, friend. I. We'll have to figure out a di- different thing to do. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the J&J Connection podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can email us. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends because it really helps. And message us, tell us what you want to hear and all that good stuff. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You only want to socialize. But I don't think we should. A spooky, scary skeleton shouts startling shrilly screams. They'll sneak from their sarcophagus and just won't leave you be. Shouts to 